Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer. I am the dream business coach and the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and coaching program, the creator of the Dream Business Academy. And I'd like to welcome you here for a very special Facebook Live edition of Dream Business Radio, something we started doing back in January, actually, with my daughter, Jessica, said, hey, let's go live and share some good tips for the new year and just had a lot of fun. A lot of people liked it. So we keep coming at you every Tuesday with some great guests. And today is no exception. So as I like to say, I've been bringing you great guests, great content. Content, great information to help you build your dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle for almost nine years. This is episode 447. <laughs> and as I said, today's podcast is no different. I have a great guest because you know what? The guest is moi. <laughs> you get me for the whole half hour here. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's probably, if I had to say, what's the most requested topic for people uh, to interview me on or for people to talk about or, or teach my clients is how do I create multiple streams of revenue. It's like, by the way, if you have a business that's really kicking butt and your your main revenue source is really like humming along, you're doing great, you probably sleep well at night. Well, the way I look at it, if you have multiple streams of revenue, you sleep like a baby because I think biz businesses have you know different cycles and things like that. So let's jump right into it, shall we? <laughs> Why do you want multiple streams of revenue in your business? If you're listening to this, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening on a replay later today, tonight, tomorrow, why don't you just say, hey, who, what's your name and who you're from? Well, I'll know your name because you're on Facebook, but just say who you are and what your business is. That would be awesome. Let me know you're here. Anyway, so why do you want multiple streams of revenue? Well, first of all, it could be easier to create several smaller to medium-sized income streams than it is just to push one giant revenue stream up a hill. It also reduces the risk of having all your eggs in one basket. I'm sure you're uh, familiar with that expression. Multiple streams of revenue can help also alleviate some of the boredom that we entrepreneurs sometimes feel when we're just doing one thing, like every day, oh, I love my business, I'm really good at it, but yet you do the same thing day in, day out. Well, with multiple streams of revenue, one day you could do this, one day you could do that, another day you're, you're addressing here. So it helps to alleviate some of the boredom that is often uh, part of the entrepreneurial experience. You can also create different revenue streams. And I think sometimes you can create them uh, based on your interests or your passions. So for example, we'll go into, we'll, I'll unpack this as we go forward, but you could have a main business, which is how you support yourself, your family, et cetera. And then you could maybe have a couple passions or, or something you're interested in. You create revenue streams. They're not huge. Maybe it, by themselves, they couldn't even support your family, but Adding those to adding two or three smaller ones to your big one makes uh, helps makes life <laughs> a lot better. And as I said, multiple streams of revenue can help smooth out the inevitable downturns that can happen with just about every business model. You get overall overall your growth and profitability is a little bit easier. And I think there's an extra it's extra beneficial if your revenue streams are complementary to each other. And what I mean by that is if your revenue streams your additional 
products and or services can be sold to the same customer base that you've already established trust with. That would be huge. It's not always essential, but it's huge. <clears throat> Pardon my voice. I've had, um, I think, eight coaching calls this morning and uh, my voice is starting to go, but we're going to get through this. All right. So one of the big ahas for this discussion is uh, I want to let you know right up front, because I was tell actually sharing this with one of my coaching calls this morning saying, you ought to have a revenue stream doing this. Oh, I don't think that'd be big. I said, doesn't matter. I mean, obviously you're not going to create a revenue stream marketing and put all kinds of effort into it for $10. But what if that extra revenue stream bought in $20,000 or 30,000 or 10, right? So every revenue stream doesn't have to be a chart topper. It's a very important piece of information. And honestly, I think that's why a lot of people, um, Siri, Serial entrepreneurs before they become serial entrepreneurs, that's why they might discount some of these revenue streams. So it's just as important as what your revenue streams are, how you create them, but also realizing that there's nothing wrong with having revenue streams that don't set the world on fire. I'm going to tell you my story and I'll, I'll share why that's important in a second. But um, there's also, I think, different forms of revenue streams. For example, if you're a doctor or a dentist or uh, some other kind of service professional, multiple streams of revenue might not be what you're actually thinking about. You know, if you're a lawyer or a dentist, so you, let's just take my good friend, Dr. David Phelps, who just wrote the book. Oh, I put it in my library back there, so I can't hold it up, but it's called What's Your Next? Dr. Phelps, Dr. David Phelps, I call him David. So David, um, he helps dentists largely, but other people also. He helps dentists create multiple streams of revenue in the form of rental properties and other real estate. So you build wealth through your dental practice. You put that wealth to work through rental properties, which brings in some recurring revenue. So that's pretty cool. Um, and listen, while owning a rental property definitely counts as an additional revenue stream and owning multiple units would count as additional revenue streams. That's not what I'm going to be focusing on today, but I just want to share with you. That's another option for sure. The multiple revenue streams that I've created throughout my now 20 years, I can't believe this is, this is year 20 for me as an entrepreneur <laughs> and, um, are basically these are the same things I'm going to teach you today, and you know probably a slightly compressed format just because of this is a podcast, as that I work with the members of my dream business mastermind on. Okay, and it's right out of my own experience, like so many of my other uh, teachings. One of the main focuses, or I guess one of the main reasons that entrepreneurs love this strategy or why they should is they can use and profit from the same customer base that you've already built trust with, as I just said. So most of the revenue streams, if not all of the revenue streams that I've created, initially I was marketing these additional services and products to customers that already knew who I was, whether they initially knew me as Jim Palmer, the newsletter guru, or Jim Palmer, dream business coach, or just Jim Palmer, whatever. Um, they knew who I was. They knew what my experience was. They probably formed an opinion if I was trustworthy or not. And so as I present these different things, they said, wow, if it works for Jim, it'll work for me. It's a really important step because you're actually speeding up the buying process that way. So if you've been paying to me, if you've been paying attention to me lately, you know that I basically just gave up one of my revenue streams, which is my digital book sales. Now I have six books. I still have them here from my from my live um, a couple of weeks ago. So I've written six books, business building, marketing books, and um, we've sold thousands and thousands of books. Some paperback early on, but things really shifted into the digital space. 
And what I decided to do, again, based on my friend, Dr. David Phelps there um, on his book, What's Your Next? One of his uh, lessons was about legacy. And I started thinking about my legacy. Like I thinking about um, about three weeks, I'll be 63. So I'm, I'm certainly not ready for the for the rocking chair yet. But start, you know, I'm, I'm sort of on the on the downhill, maybe. I don't know what the right terminology is, but I don't have the. Um, what would be the term I could say here live? Well, I'll, I'll say what's in my mind. I don't have the piss and vinegar I had when I was 35, right? And forward looking, building multiple businesses. I love the lifestyle that I have now. This business has blessed Stephanie and I with this incredible life on this boat. And so I like that. But at the same time, David got me thinking about my legacy. And I said, how could I have a bigger impact without working more than three days a week, which is what I've been able to do for the last five years. And um, so I've decided to give away my books in the digital format. So if you go to Kindle, you know, Amazon Kindle, you can get download them for free. You can go to Barnes and Noble, download them as Nook books. You can also go to uh, the iBook store and Apple and download them for free. So when I say I've given up a revenue stream, I gave up a revenue stream. But in exchange, I hope to help a lot more people. Now, just as we're doing this recording, I've... Um, and I think about three weeks time, over 6,000 books have been downloaded. Holy crap. I'm like, wow. Now, who knows if they read them, if they implemented anything, but 6,000 books are now in the hands of uh, what I presume are entrepreneurs and small business owners. And hopefully it's going to help them, which makes me feel good. Right. So that's the legacy part. Anyway, so that's the um, what I call my legacy changes everything program. So if, if, if that's news to you, you can go get every one of my books for free at Kindle iTunes or the iBook store. And if you're into Nook book at uh, Barnes and Noble, you can get it there. So anyway, let me get back to the, um, my message. If you'd like to create multiple streams of revenue in your business, but you're not sure where to start, one of the smartest things you can think about, or it, it, it's just an exercise I can give you is to get a sheet of paper and draw a line down the center. And on one side, list out your core product or service offerings. Like what do you normally do? And then I want you to consider who is your perfect ideal customer or client or patient. You know, maybe you're a chiropractor or a doctor. You know, I've, 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 I've helped a lot of doctors in the, in the past uh, several years also. But think about what else they need. What could make their life better? Possibly by working with you. Maybe you refer something. By the way, affiliate marketing could be a revenue stream, but I'm not really going there. But what would make my ideal customer's life experience better. And if I could provide that, that would be a home run. All right. The next thing you do is you start listing some of the other products or services that, as I said, would enhance that relationship. Now, depending on your core business, it would be nice if there was some passive revenue or services that were able to be handled by the same staff that you have now, whether you have employees or virtual assistants. Not every revenue stream has to be a separate new company, a separate LLC with staff support, et cetera. You can have multiple streams of revenue, which are different products, services, programs, et cetera, that are sold to same customer base, which is kind of how I, how I got into this whole thing. So you first want to be thinking of revenue streams that may expand your core business. And I'll share a little bit more of that in a second. So if some of your initial thoughts on multiple streams of revenue, for example, um, if they're part of your current program, that's a home run. All right. Anyway, whenever I teach this strategy, one of the best ways for me to do that um, is to tell my story of how I created the different revenue streams in my business. 
the way I want you to kind of listen to this, and I know a lot of people when they're listening to podcasts, if you're listening to recording or watch this, you're multitasking, you got this playing in the background. I want to urge you just to give me five minutes, seven minutes. I have no idea how long this will take, eight minutes, whatever. But as I tell you my story, I want you to listen to it, not just go, wow, look at Jim, he's cool. <laughs> it's really not my goal. I want you to go, oh my gosh, how did he think of that? That's number one. How could I implement that similar strategy in my business? Because listen, if I can do it, you can do it. I know that seems kind of trite sometimes, but what I want to suggest that you do as you listen to my story is keep an open mind and ask yourself, if this worked in Jim's business, how can I do something similar in my business? That's the easiest way, by the way, to get information from your old subconscious mind is ask a question and let your brain go to work providing the answer. So one big thing to keep in mind is when you think when you really think like a wealth creating entrepreneur, not somebody who's just interested in closing sales, how do I get more customers? How do I sell them more stuff? When you think about wealth creation, not again, not every revenue stream has to you know appear on the on NASDAQ or something like that. So anyway, what I mean is that each revenue stream, if you were to if you were to look at high income earning earning people, whether they're entrepreneurs, small business owners, even you know, athletes, things like that. They have their, if, if let's just use athletes, they have their core business, maybe they play football, but they also have endorsements. They might have a coaching program. They may go out and do speaking gigs like motivational speaking, multiple streams of revenue. All right. Uh, let me tell you my entrepreneurial journey. So I'm going to share with you the various companies that I've had. Some are not around anymore, but I'll tell you kind of in order of how I got started. And again, I want you to listen about, listen about how I did this. <clears throat> what was the driving force behind it? Um, because these revenue streams and, and actually the business I have today is what makes this lifestyle possible and is what made it possible for me to now work three days a week, which I've been doing for the last five years. So um, anyway, pay attention to the story. There's going to be a lesson in there for you, I'm quite sure. So over the last three years, I have probably uh, a couple secrets that I'm going to share with you. Number one, I've become a very good listener. Um, number two, I was very good at figuring out the pain points of my customers before they even verbalize them and then creating solutions to help alleviate the pain. I mean, that's really the nature of a business. What, what's the problem? How do you solve it? Create a solution, then start selling, right? And then the third thing, which kind of wraps up the first two is instead of making a referral, how could I create an additional stream of revenue? So that'll become more apparent. So those are three things. As you're talking to your customers, and by the way, they're not always asking for things like, hey, Jim, can you do this for me? It's like, oh, Jim, I love the newsletters, but one of the problems I have is, and then I'm going ding, 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 and I'm going to share that story with you. So you got to be a, a good listener because your customers will actually tell you what they want, even if it's not in the form of, hey, this is what I want. So that's why the, so my first business, when I started in October of 2001, I created a business called Dynamic Communication. Um, I was going to be a consultant and I had a lot of experience, you know, between franchise and marketing and retail, but I was very good at doing newsletters. I created my first newsletter when I was managing a bicycle store when I was 21 years old. Anyway, so I started doing newsletters for local companies, organizations, nonprofits, chambers of commerce, and the company was called Dynamic Communication. Now, as I grew that over the first three years to about 24 different clients, I was doing just about $300,000 in revenue. Um, some of the clients, when I would go visit them, they were all local. So this was me going to visit them, work in their office, and then I'd do their newsletters. So there's a lot of, you know, the one-on-one -on -one small business owner stuff. Not that I'm doing that today, but one, one of my clients, 
he'd always give me one article. This was an insurance guy. He'd give me one lead article or tell me a story and then I would write the article. And then I would use my content that I had my writers produce, which I call the balance. So in a newsletter, so here's a little side tip. In a newsletter, you want two types of content, relevant content, non-relevant content. Relevant content has exactly to do with what your business is. Non-relevant is everything else. Some might call it fluff. I like relevant, non-relevant, but it sounds a little more uh, uppity. But um, so non-relevant. So this guy says to me, hey, Jim, do you know why you're here? I'm like, yeah, producer Nixon. He said, no, why are you specifically here? He goes, my customers tell me all the time they love the content that I put in my newsletter, right? And if you were to go to my website for No Hassle Newsletters, you'll see customer loving content. So he told me his customers love the content. So I branded and trademarked customer loving content. And you'll see that at nohasslenewsletters.com. So one of the things I did is instead of just running my one business, I started, well, I've got all this, I've got these articles that my writers are writing for me, content that, that is mine because I paid for it. So I can put it in my customer newsletters. My customers tell me their customers love it. So I started selling it. So the very early, early edition or incarnation of what's now No Hassle Newsletters, I started reselling some of the content that I was having written. So what was an expense to my business, which is a necessary expense to work with my customers, now produce another revenue stream. So, and I mean, I started slow. Three three members were paying me like $27 a month. Then I had six and nine. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've, I broke 20. I got 21 people paying me, you know, 37 or $47 a month for the content. And that's how I created my second revenue stream. It's how I first learned about internet marketing because it, it, I really had the mindset of a small business owner initially because I did all my business locally. Now I'm selling content through a really basic website to people all over the United States. And then you know what happened? Somebody in Australia and England and Canada. And I suddenly went, oh my God, I'm international. <laughs> so that's how that started gaining steam. So then I actually created a program called No Hassle Newsletters. And I added done what's called done for you templates. So instead of just the content, hey, here's a two page and a four page newsletter. Here's black and white, here's color. You can use them. And so I increased my prices from $47 for just content to $97 for content plus done for you newsletters, right? So I started adding more members. Half the members were at 47. As I grew it, half the members are at 97. I'm still running my initial business, growing this. So now I'm into the 80 hour a week mentality that a lot of entrepreneurs fall into, but that's okay. Cause I'm like, wow, this is freaking great. So I'm growing, growing, growing. Funny story just off the top of my head. Cause it just popped in. My wife goes, when I discovered internet marketing, not like Al Gore discovered the internet. When I when I became aware of internet marketing, I told, oh, you're going to be able to retire soon. This is going to be great. Well, several years later, she left her job. But anyway, don't don't think, oh, it's going to be it's going to be a piece of cake. We're going to make millions. It's not that quick. So anyway, so no hassle newsletters, which initially started as my customer loving content, added done for you templates, increased revenue. I then the next thing I did a few years later. I did a survey and found out that the top 10 industries or niches, whatever terminology you prefer, were, uh, let's see, realtors, dentists, chiropractors, attorneys, uh, insurance agents, accountants, residential home cleaners, and I'm sure I'm leaving off one or two. So I took my templates and I created customized versions. So now people that were in those niches 
when they came to No Hassle Newsletters, where you got your, your black and white and your color newsletters, two page and four page, you also got 10 customized templates. So I added those and you know what I did? I increased my prices. So we started getting more people because, oh, that newsletter, even though the initial one I could customize, this is just for me. So that was my next um, boost in revenue. Now, at first blush, you might think, well, Jim, all you're doing is adding products or programs. That's hardly a revenue stream. And um, I would say, au contraire, every time you make a change or an addition to your business that's bringing in additional revenue, that in my book is an additional revenue stream that you didn't have the day before, right? So not everything has to be, oh, he's got a cleaning business, a carpet business. He's got a home remodeling business. He's got a window. Not everything has to be completely different. I'm after, my main goal is to help you bring in more revenue, more revenue, more revenue by looking for new opportunities, okay? So whoever was saying that, shame on you. I'm just kidding. All right, so this is a prime example. This is a prime example of how the mindset difference between the small business owner, which is always focused on how do I generate more sales, how a small business owner mindset differs from that of an entrepreneur who is wealth creation focused. So I started again, content, added a couple templates, and then added a bunch of specialized templates. Now, what I did next, I started networking myself. Well, actually, what I did next uh, is I wrote my first of six books, which was The Magic of Newsletter Marketing, How to Create, you know, The Secret to More Profits and Customers for Life. I went out over a 14-month um, a period and I did 32 speaking engagements around the United States. And the reason I did that was to, number one, raise awareness of no-hassle newsletters. But I did something else, which you're going to learn more about, but I'll just tease you on it now. I became very, very good at what I call how to sell from the stage. And so every time I went to a gig and spoke about retention-based marketing, how to use a newsletter, customer newsletters, et cetera, I would walk home with a handful, sometimes 10, 20 new members for no hassle newsletters. Now you think, well, Jim, $47, $97 a month. Yeah, but you know what? The average member of no hassle newsletters stays over 38 months. So it's not 47 or 97, it's 47 or 97, whatever they sign up for times 36 or 38, right? So I'd go home thinking, man, this was a good run. And if I keep them happy, which I'm very good at, they're going to stay for, you know, three years. So that's what I did. I went out and spoke. I perfected what I call my signature presentation. I learned how to structure literally from how I'm in introduced my first words to about an eight-step program. So at the end of my talk, people are going, I want to be part of that. That's called a signature presentation married with how to sell from the stage. And if you don't think that's important, oh my gosh. I, I know some speakers, by the way, and I got speakers that are friends of mine. Oh, I, I don't sell from the stage. I think that's awful. I, blah, 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 blah. I just want to give some good information. If people want to follow me, good. Hey, go knock yourself out. You want to you go speak somewhere and, and collect a $2,500 fee? Good for you. You know what? The other side of the coin is you speak and get an opportunity. Ooh, spilled my water. You get an opportunity to sell. And you bring home $10,000, $20,000, $30,000. My biggest gig I'll share with you right now. I, I went to the, I created a newsletter for doctors. I got myself a speaking gig in front of about 200 doctors. I spoke for an hour. I followed to the letter my signature presentation formula at the end of that hour. 
I had collected about $40,000, which turned into $250,000 by the length of the time most of the doctors stayed with my program. So, you know, for the people who are, are kind of uh, uppity uppity about, you know, selling from the stage, go go ahead and take your $2,500 speaking fee. Okay. All right. Let me keep going here because I don't want to, oh my goodness, 325. We're going to go a little long, but I hope you're finding value. If you're finding value, just, you know, type in, keep going, Jim. So anyway, if you like what I just shared with you, by the way, um, my next program that I think I teased a lot is going to be, uh, I'm going to be offering some private consulting, coaching, one-on-one, -on -one, this is not a group program, about how to create a signature presentation and then how to take that signature presentation and marry it up with my perfected skills on how to sell from the stage. So whether you're doing a, a webinar or you're doing a one-day event or you're doing a multi-day event, you're going to spend probably about two days with me, initially a full day of coaching with me, whether we do it virtually, whether you come here to the boat, we'll work for an entire day, just you and me. And I'm, you're going to walk out of here with a signature presentation, understanding how I have made literally millions of dollars in revenue using this formula. Anyway, let me get back to it. The next thing I did, so get back to uh, multiple streams of revenue, okay? So what I did, I'm exhibiting at a conference. I remember this. It was in St. Louis, Missouri. I have this booth now. Stephanie went with me. Things are going pretty well. I have no hassle newsletters. I think I'm up to about 60 or 70 people paying me either, you know, 47, 97 or one. I think my rates eventually went up to 197 a month. And customers of mine were, oh, Jim, we love the content. We love the templates. But I know in your book, you talk about a certain paperweight. What's the weight of the paper? How should it be folded? How should we mail it? And, and can you recommend a printer for us? Who would you use to print your newsletter, print and mail? Now, my thing, if you remember at the very beginning, I can make a referral or I could create a revenue stream. So this was uh, late November. I don't remember the year, but it was late November. By January 1st, I introduced Jim Palmer's Concierge Print and Mail on Demand program, where it's still going today. And you can go there, whether you're a custom mine or not, you can, you can, I want a two page or a four page newsletter, black and white color. I want to use a freestanding insert. Here's my mailing list and boom, there's the price you pay for it. And my printer that I have a partnership with will print and mail your newsletters. Now at the, at the height of, of this whole explosion of my no hassle newsletter business, we were printing 45,000 newsletters a month. So ka-ching revenue stream, because I solved a problem for some people that were asking. And you know what, to me, it's like, if there's somebody in class that's raising their hand to ask a question, there's a lot more people that aren't raising their hand, but they'd sure like to know that information. Right? So I made a big splash, a big promo to all the people who were following me about concierge print mail and demand that program's still going today. Next thing I did, I have this whole team of writers that are creating all this content. People would say, people, I said, members of mine would say, Hey, we want to get some custom articles. Uh, maybe some blog posts, things like that. Can you recommend me to your article writers? Hmm, I don't think I want to do that. So I created a website called Custom Article Generator where you can go and say, this is who I am. Here's who my audience is. Here's the few keywords. Here's the topic I would like. And one of my very professional writers will write an article for you. I think it's about $27 for a 350-word article. Custom Article Generator, still going today. Next thing I did, I became very uh, adept. I was an early adapter of social media, you know, mostly um, Facebook and then, uh, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera. And I was blogging like crazy. I really believe a blog is a great way to drive traffic to your website. 
again, people like Jim, God, where are you creating all this content? Well, I'm paying for it. I'm not literally writing everything, although I do write stuff. And then I would actually, I would have people that would edit my stuff because I can write really fast, but I write like this. And then I would send it to somebody to be edited. So I don't sound like a complete boob. Right. And so then I have all these blog posts. They said, how do we, how can you teach us how to do that? I said, eh, I'm not going to introduce you to my writers, but I created a program called no hassle social media, keeping the no hassle theme. I started growing that. So I had no hassle newsletters. No hassle social media. I grew that into hundreds of members paying me $47 a month. I took the articles that I was having written for these various forms and I would edit them slightly to be blog posts, to be uh, Facebook posts, LinkedIn, Twitter updates. And, you know, that could point. We basically had the uh, no hassle newsletter social media impact plan. So we took all this content, put it in these plans. People could download on a topic they wanted. And we grew that. Now, I don't have that program today. New social media has changed considerably and I didn't want to go along with the changes. So that program kind of went like this, made me a lot of money and then kind of naturally closed. Another, another level of service that I offered through No Hassle Newsletters was people is that I love No Hassle Newsletters, but I am so flipping busy, Jim. How do I have somebody just like literally import this article, maybe change out one thing or this, that, and the other. So I created a program I created a program um, where I, I offered uh, how to customize a newsletter, and I called it I called it Platinum Concierge, and um, for a hundred and uh, I think it's one hundred seventy seven dollars. I haven't looked in a while. So you pay your no hassle newsletter membership, and then for an extra one seventy seven, you can have one of my designers finish your newsletter. So for $177, I guarantee you can't find anybody who knows what I know and who, who has trained like my people are trained to do your newsletter every month. Like you'll be spending a lot more money than that. So anyway, that became a ka-ching, right? I don't know how many ka-chings are up to. Then I created um, a program very early on. I, I was an early adapter of Pinterest, very graphically based. It's kind of like a lot. I do a lot of memes today on Facebook I do those myself. I'm pretty good at social or uh, social media, but I'm pretty good at Facebook. Actually, I know about, and honestly, I, you know, I know about 10% of what fa Facebook, I know about 10% of what so <laughs> good Lord, Jim, I know about 10% of what Photoshop will do, but I'm just enough to create my own meme. So when I post something, I actually do that. I'll sit here in the morning and go, hmm, what's the message I want to share? And I'll usually do something. And if I don't have it created, I'll look for one of the 10 or so pictures of me that I use and I put it up there and boom, that becomes my thing. Well, people like my stuff. So how do you do that? I created no hassle infographic generator. That ran for about two years. Honestly, I don't think that thing ever broke $20,000 a year, but $20,000 for an automated program for each graphic that we charged. I'm going off of memory now. I think we charged $47 a graphic and I paid somebody $27 a graphic. So no time of mine, I made 30 bucks a graphic once I created the program. Are you starting to see how this works? Yes. Well, there's no interactivity. I can't hear you, but hopefully you're liking this. Oh my gosh, we're going long. I got to keep ripping here. All right. Then in 2009, um, so however many little businesses I had, I think I usually say five or six. Um, I'm going to all these seminars and and people are coming up to me, you know, entrepreneur buddies, pals, things like that. And then people would come up to me that were starting to buy my books because at that point I had written um, Sick Like Glue, which is my second book. And I think uh, The Fastest Way to Higher Profits also came out. 
people like, Jim, you're doing this, you're doing the other thing, you're writing these books. How are you doing it all? I'm still trying to get my first program off. And that's when I launched my dream business mastermind and coaching program. Clearly a departure from these other revenue streams because now I'm I'm actually charging, I created a program and charging for what I know how to do. And if I can teach and coach people how to do that, right? So it was not a huge, oh my God, rocket ship to success. My first year I had six members. I think I then went to 11 members and then I went to 18. Um, I've had as many as, uh, I think 48 coaching members today. I have around 28, which is by design. I'm only coaching three days a week, but, um, in 2012, three years into my coaching program. Now I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you when I launched this coaching program, I offered group coaching and then I offered group coaching with a private call with me. So it's kind of like a, a step up. Three years in, I'm like, man, I'm thinking of these calls that I'm having. I'm giving these people this great, in my opinion, advice and wisdom. And some of the people are using it and some of the people aren't. I'm like, damn, how come I've told this person what to do, but it's not getting done. And I shared this concern with um, some other coaches. I was in a mastermind with other coaches at the time. And, they, and a couple of people said, well, first of all, you can't be responsible for their results. But another person said, well, what's holding them up? In other words, I told them they should write a book. I gave them a good book title. This is how you should do the book. Told them they should have this website. Create these landing pages. Think, But they're not getting them done. He said, well, they're too busy. Why don't you create a program, a very high-end program that does it for them? And that was like a light bulb moment for me. And that was when I created the early version of what is now what I call my VIP elite coaching program. Um, today, it's so much more robust. But then I started it. When I started it, it included like an info product and I think it included a book and, and maybe a website. Today it includes it includes so much stuff. So it's VIP Elite is now high level coaching with me. Like you, we talk twice a month or more. Um, my team, which is fully trained in Jim Palmer's way of thinking, we'll build a website. We'll celebrity branded website. We'll do your book for you. We'll do an info product. Uh, I help you get your podcast going. We use my voiceover guy who works for CBS radio to do your intro and outro, all this stuff. So essentially my VIP elite coaching program is a dream business in a box. It's not cheap, but nor should it be. But that was another revenue stream to my coaching business. So you're seeing how that works next in 2013. Um, this is me actually slaying one of my demons because I, I was definitely afraid of public speaking. Well, I sort of got good at that. I got very good at it after a while, but coaches usually have their own live events, but I didn't want to do that. And I said, I didn't want to do it because truth be told, first of all, it's an enormous expense to put on your own seminar. You got to rent the room. Most hotels require you to spend a certain amount of money on food and beverage. Not only that, you have to guarantee a certain number of sleeping rooms will be taken. So if you sign this contract and nobody comes, they don't say, oh, better luck next time, Jim. You're on the hook for all of it. So there was a little bit of that. And then there was some head trash, which I eventually, thankfully, uh, got rid of thanks to some really good mindset coaches. But in 2013, the next thing I did is I created a live event called Dream Business Academy. It was a three-day event. And this is where I perfected my how to sell from the stage um, presentations. And so I did eight of them. Uh, my two biggest events, it kind of kept growing, growing, growing. My two biggest events was San Diego in 2018, and then I think uh, 2017 was Orlando, Florida. 
Um, we had about 50 people at each and I sold a lot of coaching. I had a table rush uh, in Orlando. I just interviewed somebody. I'm not going to say his name, but if you've been paying attention to my lives, he goes, I was in Orlando before you even made the invitation to join your coaching program. I raised my hand and says, where do I join? <laughs> that that's how, that's how important it is to structure your signature presentation and marry it up with the how to sell from the stage. It doesn't happen by accident. Anyway, that's how I did that. And through through my Dream Business Academy, that's how I grew my coaching program and the Dream Business Mastermind to be what it is today, the main driving force of what lets, lets allows me to live this amazing lifestyle. And then I created, somewhere right in there, I created Success Advantage Publishing. I have um, published dozens of books, six of my own. Uh, I think at last count, about 20 or 21 books for VIP coaching clients. Uh, I've I've published a number of home study courses, like Double My Retention, Mars, which is um, Magnetic Attraction and Retention System, Jim Summers School. There is a program called How to Sell from the Sage Like a Pro. All these different programs have been published by Success Advantage Publishing. So that is another revenue stream. Anyway, I'm going to stop there. That is basically a quick look at the last 20 years of my business and how I've taken things that customers have said things that some customers have asked for and how I've turned them into revenue streams. Um, as you think about your own business, as you think about your own business, I want you to ponder like, who are your customers? What do they do? And what do they want? In other words, what would, how could I best serve them? And, and that will open up your mind to an exercise where I think if you just don't self edit yourself, write down anything. I wonder if they'd be interested in this and don't, don't even answer it. Just write it down. And next thing you know, I want you to have a whole page full of possibilities. And you think about, huh, the customers I have today, I can see about half of them would love this. And it's so it's an interesting. So do that exercise I told you about in the beginning. One of the fastest ways to generate more revenue and net profit for your business is what? It's to sell more of what you can offer in terms of programs and services to your current customers. Some people create additional revenue streams that you got to go out and find another um, customer base. It's not it's not that hard. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. Landing pages, Facebook ads, Google AdWords, free reports, opt-ins. I mean, you can do it. Everybody's done it. But the easiest thing to do is if you already have people that know you, like you, trust you, follow you, is to think of different programs or courses or services is to sell those things to your existing customer base. Anyway, whoo. Talk about fast. My little voice said, man, you've been ripping too fast. Anyway, that wraps up uh, my little training. My little, uh, that's, that's, I shouldn't say my little training. That wraps up my massive training <laughs> on how to create multiple streams of revenue in your business. So think about what I just said. Now, honestly, I know I've been going fast because I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be good to the clock. We're already 10 minutes over, but re-listen to this, listen to what I did. I think I shared with you a number of nuggets, how customers ask for things. I found a solution. Instead of making a referral, I created a revenue stream and think about how you can do that in your business. All right. So anyway, I hope you like this as usual. I'm not seeing any comments. I, I will see them later. I'm, I'm kind of looking at my screen. Uh, hopefully you like this. If you like it, give me a thumbs up, um, make a comment or two. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to, I think I got a guest lined up for next week. Um, but anyway, I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Biz Coach. Connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That is my home base. Um, 
that is my home base. And if you're interested in, by any chance, in the um, the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, um, that is Dream Biz Coaching, Dream B I Z Coaching.com. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested in learning more about what I'm going to be mentioning, I think I'm about two weeks away, but my, I don't even know 100% what I'm going to call it, my signature presentation, but it's much more than that because how do I, help you create your signature presentation, whether it be a talk, a course, but it's something that you can, whether you do an interview and a webinar, whether you do it on online training, or most importantly, how you can run your own live event around your signature presentation, but marry it up with my proven eight-step formula, how to sell from the stage. So at the end of this multi-day event, you walk away with a lot of ka-ching in your pocket. <laughs> I'm going to announce this soon, but if but I'll tell you what I what I thought about with my team as I discuss this. There's probably only going to be six a year. This isn't a group coaching program. It's not $97 a month, nor should it put it, nor should it be. I've made millions of dollars in revenue. I never really talk about, oh, this is how much I make. But believe me, this lifestyle is not inexpensive. The money I've made perfecting how to get on stage and do this, and, and by the end of it, people were clamoring for your stuff. It's worth every penny that I'm going to charge for it, but I'm not going to do group coaching. It's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. It'll start with a full day. And if you want to come on my boat, it'd be an amazing experience wherever I am. And if you don't want to do that, then we can meet virtually on Zoom for an entire day, probably take an hour for lunch or pee breaks, but it's going to be an amazing one-on-one -on -one program. And then we'll do some follow-up. So it's your signature presentation with how to sell from the stage that has made me a buku bucket load of bucks anyway anyway so message me if you're interested in that because um i'm not going to do a, a i think i'll probably sell out the six spots pretty easily but let me know if you're interested in, and i'll make sure you know about it and after this presentation if you're saying to yourself oh my god jim did all that i had no idea um, I want to work with him ASAP, which, by the way, would be a smart thing. Again, you can apply for membership in the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program at dreambizcoaching.com. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.